Oh, hello, friends. I didn't notice you there once again. Welcome to Respawn Aim Fire, Game of the Year 2022. And you might notice there's some extra friends with us besides Al Pacino and the flute guy. Uh, <laughs> but I'll talk about what we're doing first. So this is our Respawn Aim Fire, Game of the Year 2022. We're making a bracket, right? You know, like March Madness, but it's December. That's what we're doing here. And basically, we've gathered some friends together, and we're going to decide what deserves to be the best eight games of the year uh, indie and overall game of the year. And we're going to deliberate. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to decide on our bracket. So eight indies, eight overall game of the years. And then in a couple days from well, next week, whenever you're hearing the podcast, uh, we'll have us three main hosts decides the winner. But right now we're making like the ship that's going to the new land. Right. Does that make sense? Is this an analogy? <laughs> Wait, we're, we're making the ship. <laughs> Yes, so that we we're can colonizing? sail. Well, no, we're not colonizing. We're just exploring. No can colonizers. I, can over I? Here. I'm gonna. I'm gonna plus one your metaphor. We are deciding who gets to go on the boat to the new land today, and then yes. you, me, and Alex are later going to decide who gets tossed off the boat. <laughs> yes, and who gets to take, so who gets to take the Neil Armstrong first step into the new land? I feel like we should consult with our special <laughs> guest first, Al Pacino. How do you feel about building a boat and exploring? Visual gag does not work on the podcast, but it's very good. It totally uh, works though because he looked in the right direction to Al Pacino. So. Oh, absolutely did. So, uh, but I, I, go, go ahead, I, Alex. Sorry, I looked this up real quick. Uh, apparently, Christopher Columbus uh, sailed the oh, seas no. on three ships oh, when he no. discovered the new world. I'm, there was the Santa Maria, there was the mm -hmm. Pinta, and there was the Nina. However, we only have this. two categories. So, which two ships are staying, and which ship is being sunk? Santa you know the Santa Maria, Maria has to go, because I say Santa Maria Jesus, so that one for sure. Uh, but anyways, I'm going right. to intro our host, since we're all here, we're all hanging out. First up, you know him, you love him, it's Chad. I dab. Gotta speak for, for audio the kids listeners, so they know I dab, because I'm cool. Yeah. Mm hmm absolutely. We also have, oh yeah, by the way, give your plugs, if you have plugs to give. Uh, we also have Chris. Hey, I am the host and creator of Screen Quest, a tabletop-based movie podcast where we draw a random film each week and discuss it. Good to be here. That's very cool. We watched those, uh, listen to those Halloween episodes. There's a really cool guest in one of those. Uh, we also have Dusty. Hi, uh, I'm Dusty. I am mostly tabletop podcast so go to goblets and gays where there's goblets and gays also bring your own mech where you have to bring your own mech <laughs> and uh unwavering force it's not out yet but if you like star wars fight us that's it i love just descriptive record titles. sales numbers when you worked at gamestop just you know was able to pitch things so well <laughs> you're not wrong you're not wrong <laughs> what is horizon zero dawn done? about dusty care. oh um there's a skyline and uh it's it's night there's no dawn that's that's the game <laughs> also we have alex hey 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 you know me you can find me over on twitch.tv slash cozy bear live where recently i've been playing through a bunch of potential game of the year candidates some Pody of which we might be discussing on this podcast uh but i also do a lot of pokemon nuzlocke challenges there as well and then last but not least between al pacino and flute guy we got trevor <laughs> where i am at home where i am at my best uh for audio <laughs> listeners i did not dab hi i'm trevor bendis i'm the community manager for idle champions of the forgotten realms and i'm also the host of way too many podcasts very nice and i'm adam you know me i'm here hosting but i'm gonna hand this off 
because I don't feel like speaking anymore. So we're going to start. We're going to go round, round robin, rock and robin. We're going to start with indies first. Mm. So we're going to. So here's what we'll do. Someone these will nominate the, a game. Uh, of the two <laughs> ships, these are the Ninja games. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Alex. The girl these are the Ninja games, indeed. Thank you for not uh, letting the metaphor die. I love it. Uh, so we're going to start with indie, right? Which is everyone knows what indie is a game outside of the normal publishing realm. So not uh-huh. EA, not Ubisoft, not uh, Microsoft. Except does Valiant Hearts count? Because I think that got re released uh, or no, remastered. Because it's year. an Ubisoft game. Yep. It would not count. No, it does not. Uh, yes. So, yes. Uh, <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to go around the, around the table, around the horn, and everyone's going to nominate a game, right? And you make your pitch for it, and then we decide. This is an absolute has to go on the list, or we'll still that, and then maybe Pi will come back to it later. I have Makes a question. Sense? Go for what it. What if someone says your game? Uh, then you have the, the rest of your list. <laughs> <laughs> or you just agree with them. You're like, okay, I concur. Okay, the okay. game is awesome. Put it okay. on the list, please. Uh, uh, so, for those of you following along visually, we will. I will be entering these on this wonderful state of the art visual canvas. Uh, as we kind of go and make a list, and our, our listeners and our guests can see them as well. Because I really fancy. love that Adam gave me shit at the beginning of this for doing a visual gag, and then the entire episode <laughs> is visually based. Uh, <laughs> you know, as you should. It's, all, it's both. It's audio and visual. Uh, so we're gonna start, Chad. I'm going to start. Uh, you start. Excuse me. What you have an indie for nomination, or excuse me, nomination for indie game. Okay. So here's. We're going to start off with a controversy. Maybe, maybe not. Um, so, Inscription became available to the rest of the world this year. <laughs> God damn mm-hmm. it, Adam. God damn I it. I love Inscription. That's why it was my game of the year last year, Chad. <sighs> but, like, listen, it's most people didn't get to play it last year because it was stuck yes, on some dead system that nobody yeah, owns. Right. Nobody now owns PCs. Like, <laughs> now it's, like, available to... Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to throw out Tunic. No. Tunic is a game mm. that came out on Xbox and then a bunch of other things recently. Uh, little nod to the Zelda 2D games of your uh, fantastic game. I still haven't finished it, but I absolutely loved everything that I've played for, of it so far. So I think it deserves to be on that indie game of the year list. Does anyone have second thoughts? Because I'm going to go ahead and vote yes for this if it was I'm me. I'm also voting yeah. yes for Tunic. Tunic. I have finished it. It is great. Sorry. Tunic is quite possibly still my game of the year, and so I say, hell yes, let's do it. I'm Dusting not against Trevor? it being on. Okay. I have, <laughs> that is what I will say. <laughs> I have no opinions here or there. I know the name. I know people are excited about it. Okay. I think that's enough yeses. We can go ahead and put that, etch that in. Done. On our list. I've decided we're going to go lowercase. Okay. Very cool. Uh, next up, Chris, go ahead and give us a nomination. So I am going to nominate Neon White, which Mm. is a fabulous uh, first-person shooter that is also a fast-paced platformer where you're kind of doing, um, I guess for lack of a better word, speedrunning. I think it's just a fantastic game that has a great learning curve. Mechanics come at a nice pace, and uh, I 100%ed it. Like, I, I couldn't get enough of it, so... I think it's just a wonderful game. But again, that's one of those games that like only 120 million people have access to. <laughs> it's on the Switch. I yeah. know. That's, yeah, yeah. see? Uh, I haven't I, played I, Neon White. I was going to so say, I, like, I, I love Neon White. It's uh, Mirror's Edge, but edgy. Yes. Ooh. Uh, Mirror so, Edgy. I, I, it's fantastic. There's even a visual novel 
part of yeah, it. Yeah, and, and it's pretty fun. Uh, I got this game about a weekend, some change ago, because I had a trip to Toronto and I needed something to play on my Switch, and I've been really enjoying this game. I will say, uh, I tend to be kind of a completionist with this game's levels. I won't stop until I've gotten a platinum time on all of them and collected the item. And that wasn't so bad at the beginning, but especially late into the game, those items are really well hidden and it gets quite difficult to get those platinum times. So I've actually slowed quite a bit in my progression in this game, but the game is still great. It's still great. I have not played this game. It is on my list of games I want to play. In fact, I'm literally looking at the Steam page right now going, 20 bucks? Do I got 20 bucks? I could throw this. Um, and uh, I, But I want it to be on this list because of the conversation I've heard about it throughout the year. Uh, I've heard nothing but good things. I, I mean, kind of funny. A bunch of people there are just, they rave about it constantly. Uh, so I, I actually might pick this game up and play it tonight. <laughs> Yay! All right. I, That's what I, I like to hear. I was literally just playing it before this because I haven't beat it yet because the last levels are long. <laughs> So is that Damn it, now I want to play it. I got oh, I've, got it. I've already bought it, so it's all good. Play it, do it, coward. <laughs> I think it's a bunch of th- All right, go ahead and etch it in. I think that one goes on for sure. It's been etched. Very cool. Dusty, do you have an indie game to bring us? Yeah, one. I have a couple. One of them was going to be uh, Neon White. The other one I'm going to throw at you is Immortality, mm. uh, which is a Half Mermaid mm. game. Uh, I'm sorry, what? A... The, it's 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 the studio's half mermaid. Oh, okay, got it, got it. Yeah, I also was it, following you, Chad, and thought it was a game about a half mermaid. <laughs> no, I played two hours of this game. Got I turned remember. into a game. <laughs> I don't remember any it's, mermaids in this game. It's uh, <laughs> it's really hard to describe, but it's basically like you're etching through video footage, and the video footage is weird uh, about a uh, actress who is in three movies that were never finished, never released, you're going through it, and you're literally going through footage. So it's like full, like, I guess, FMV almost. Um, and you're going through two movies set in the late 60s, early 70s, and one in 1999. And then just, I, it, you should just play it. Like, if I literally say anything that's going on, because once you start learning the mechanics, they let you go. And after you learn the mechanics, like you start going through stuff and scrubbing through footage, and then something weird happens, and then you found the actual part of the game. It's truly fantastic. The acting is amazing. The like the editing, the actual game function is so good. Uh, warning: lots of nudity, lots of blood. That's a violence. Oh yeah, there's some butts, some boobs. <laughs> Clickable. Boobs, yeah, I've heard by nothing but good things about this game. I feel like it, it was talked about a lot when it came out, and uh, mm-hmm. it showed up at the Game Awards. Didn't take anything home, I don't believe. Unfortunately, but yeah, no. it's on, it's on my list of things to to play. Um, it's on Game Pass. Totally okay. Yeah, I'd be totally okay with. This is this game relatively. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, uh, this is uh, the this is I think a game that I. I think I'll be overruled on, but if we get to like nine games plus and we have to drop one, this is one that I would drop. Just I did play it this week and I was just like, I felt, <clears throat> I played it for like two hours and I just, I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what the objective was. I was just watching a bunch of clips and I was like bored and and then uh, I got achievements for things like, you figured out what happened to Blank. And I was like, I don't even know who Blank is. Or I didn't. I missed what happened to that person. I didn't even know what I achieved. Uh, there, there's something that like you need to like go through it. Because there's stuff that like you you would know what I'm talking about if you've been playing it. Like if you've actually seen like the different stuff. 
Yeah, it's yeah. funny, you know. I also played Telling Lies earlier this year, and I felt very similarly during my experience with Telling Lies, where there were definitely was a like two hour ish period at the beginning of me playing through that game where I didn't really get it, and eventually, uh, much like with Immortality, things kind of snapped into place. Uh, I like this game. I said this on the podcast earlier that I like. It's not like one of my favorite games of the year, uh, but I do have to give credit to the team behind this game for, you know, making another FMV game that still feels pretty distinct and different from the other two FMV games they've done before in terms of the way that you interact with them, in terms of their subject matter, so on and so forth. So, yeah. Trevor, have you played it? No, I have not. I, I've okay. heard extreme. I've heard extremely good things about it. I, I know that this is in a lot of conversations for many game of the years. Uh, I think it deserves to be on the list. It's a thumbs up for me. So I think that Chad is the only one who's against it. So <laughs> put an asterisk next to it just in case we get to like that weird number. But I think it definitely deserves to be on this list as well. Uh, something tells uh, me Chad won't forget that he wants to veto this <laughs> if it comes to that. By the way, it's kind of more time. I think it's good. Uh, Alex. Go ahead and give us another one. Ooh, you guys have already done a lot of the games that I wanted to bring up. Uh, however, a game that has not yet been bring, brought up is Citizen Sleeper. This there is a game is. I've discussed many times on the podcast before. Uh, it is uh, primarily a visual novel with some sort of light tabletop-ish role-playing game elements in which you play as a sleeper, uh, effectively one of those body double people from the world of Blade Runner uh, that... Uh, basically gets cast out onto a remote space station in the middle of nowhere, and you have to make a name for yourself and ultimately elude uh, an individual that is coming to reclaim you for the corporation you escape from. Uh, this game just features some absolutely fantastic writing, and even though it is not like the deepest role-playing game you'll ever play, I was surprised by the level of kind of customization and the kind of number of different uh, kind of bisecting routes I could take over the course of its narrative. This game is really, really special, and it's it's unfortunate it didn't really, you know, get much recognition at the Game Awards. It was only nominated for the Games for Impact category, uh, which, you know, you still got to respect a nomination, but uh, didn't win it. And I feel like if there is an opportunity for us to, you know, prop up this game a little bit more here on Respawning Fire, I'll take it. Um, I am going to second uh, Alex's opinion because I enjoyed this game a lot. Kind of came out of nowhere, didn't know what it was. I'm like, I don't know, this is the thing on Game Pass. I'll check out. I normally don't like visual novels, um, but I enjoyed this one. And then the actual like rolling a dice to do your objectives in the world gave that enough gameplay. I'm like, okay, this is cool. I so feel like I will Dustin second. And I both just went dice. Oh yeah, <laughs> dice. it's visual novel with you roll d sixes. That so might I, get me to buy this game. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't had a chance to play this, um, even though I feel like it's like extremely my shit. I just haven't like gone through it. I've heard nothing but good things, like of like a fantastic story. Um, some people that I know have played it have um, said like akin to Disco Elysium, which is something I haven't played either. But again, another game that gets nothing but rave reviews. The people that love it, love it. So I'm, I'm totally okay with putting it up there because I've heard great things, just haven't played it. Chad and Chris, what do you guys yeah, think? Yeah, I will plus one this one just because I did get <clears throat> Sleeper Simulant this year and it's, I felt like it was really good for the brief time that I used. I even got the Catalyst, but I haven't figured finished it. But 
I just feel like it got overshadowed out of overshadowed by the Taipan, which came out the same season. Um, everyone got that pattern. Making on some Des- now like Destiny the OG. Two uh, jokes here. I, yeah, I play Destiny yeah. Two, and I don't know what you're <laughs> well, talking first, about. Yeah, this the linear <laughs> fusion. The We're talking about linear fusion rifles, right? Sleeper simulator. I don't like linear. I don't like fusion rifles. I don't think we're talking about the same thing, man. That nearly fucking killed me. (laughs) Okay, Chris. Yeah, I have no idea what Citizen Sleeper is, but if y'all like it, I like it. Uh, Yeah, I'm abstaining. I don't know enough like about it one way or the other. I don't object or you know support it. I want to put this in the maybe, but put it at the top of the maybe because I think it should. But we'll just see if other people. Because I'm with Cozy, I think it's I think it's great. I'm a put at the top of maybe. Yeah, it's a lot of neutrals and me and Cozy liking it. So let's put it at the top, 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 top there. All right, I'm going to put it over to the right here in mm-hmm. this third column, 11 or 9 through 12. Gotcha. What is a Citizen Sleeper, right? Citizen Sleeper. Yeah, not what, what, sleeper linear stimulus. fusion nonsense you said. <laughs> sleeper uh, stimulus. Come on now. Linear equations? What? I don't have any of these guns. Uh, Trevor, give us a, what do you uh, call it? Not so like when when, uh, when you messaged when you messaged me about being on the show, I had one in mind, and that has now changed. Uh, my oh. uh, 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 nomination for this is Vampire Survivors. Yeah, like, mm. game is absolutely phenomenal. I love everything <laughs> about it. I've been calling it an active idle game. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> I, I I since they released it on the phone. Um, you can see my little cat's face there. Uh, <laughs> since released on mobile, uh, night of the game awards, I've not been able to put it down. Like I just anytime I have like five minutes, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do a, a survivor's run, and it is just so much fun to get more and more levels make those numbers bigger and bigger just getting more and more stuff on screen to destroy and kill uh and uh and, and get gold to unlock more stuff to make things easier it's it's got this great feedback loop that i, I it's got its hooks in me i can't stop playing it i love it i'm gonna plus one it with the caveat that we disclude the mobile version <laughs> okay, I don't give a fuck. Put the game on it. No, the, no, the mobile version should be included because that's actually 2022. Oh, but it's like, uh, oh, wait, is Vampire Survivors did, did it not release this year? It was, it was actually technically Ooh. end of last year. Oh, I'm go, it, I'm was, going to check. it was in I'm going beta to check. though, wasn't it? Like it's now a full it was, release. It was early year. access. 1.0 is this year. That's so, why yeah. I'm putting it release, in. Here. Yeah, release day is October 20th, 2022. Yeah, I had not played the full game. It was a Steam game, then Xbox Game Pass game. Those are just two platforms I don't play. And when it came to phone the other day, I was like, yeah, I jumped in. And the the micro, like the ads, not microtransactions because it's free, but the ad experience on there. that you can absolutely ignore and not watch. Yeah, but it's like 30 seconds that you have to just sit there. Yeah, that you cannot watch and avoid if you you don't want to. You don't have to do anything. It's it says watch ad to revive. Like normally, it's just quit oh. when you're on any other version. But that's you can the decide thing. not to. Of course, I'm not gonna not die. <laughs> and I'm, and I'm not gonna not you're, get I mean, 500 let's, extra let's, let's, gold. Let's bring it back a little bit further. It's your fault you died. That ad wasn't gonna show you if you didn't die. <laughs> yeah, get good, Chad. Get good. Yeah, get good, son. Yeah, but I did. So I did get. Uh, I got Game Pass for Immortality yesterday, and I played two mm-hmm. hours of Immortality, and I said, no, thank you. And then I played 45 minutes of Vampire Survivors and said, this is the way this game is it's meant so to be played. Good. So I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, Vampire Survivors 100% belongs on this list. You Chris? are the bullet hell, so. All right. Chris, were you going to say something? But have you played it? I, I have not. It's loaded on my uh, Steam Deck. Um, it's I, so, that's a great place to play it. 
I, you yeah. know, I, I got to that uh, position where I had like a bunch of spinning plates, like a lot of games going, and I was like, I just need to fucking finish. Boom, 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 boom. So now I'm in a good spot where I can can fire it up and just enjoy it without the anxiety of uh, like being three quarters of the way through like six games. Uh, but I, I 100% support it. The conversation has been phenomenally um, just like persistent, like since this thing's come out and every single person that you see tweet about it is like, I can't stop playing. That, that is always sort of, the, and I think like you got to put that game on there for that reason. All right, Dusty. Yeah, Alex, uh, I'm going with you last because I know you've played it sure. and beaten it. So, Dusty, do you have any? Have you played it or? Well, yeah, because you oh, were talking I, about it. Right? Yeah, no, I, I fucking yeah. I played so much of this. I played it actually primarily on the itch.io page, hmm. which means I was playing on that. I even loaded itch.io on my mobile browser and played it like that uh, hmm. for like weeks because that game is really fucking good. Uh, just I already love Bullet Hells, <laughs> Into the Gungeon, Binding of Isaac. That kind of stuff is like my kind of jam. And so this is just like immediately, and like Trevor said, the feedback loop just gets you. Like once you hear that that ring of the chest and that ring of the level up, oh, you're done. You get that five item chest, game over. But not game over, but game over. <laughs> game over for your enemies, Alex. Yeah, I mean, I played this game, as you previously mentioned, and this game is fantastic. I love how it kind of was able to take the kind of cookie clicker, like super addictive. You're making 100 cookies a second, then you're making 1,000 cookies a second, then you're take making a million cookies a second and supplant that into like an action game mold. Uh, yeah, totally deserving of being on the list. Big thumbs up from this guy. Love that game. Played on PC. It was wonderful. Uh, so Chad, I'm going to do something real quick. Of course, you already put Vampire Survivors. Cool. Put Citizen Sleeper on the absolute list, but put an asterisk next to it. Okay. Okay. Because I don't want to put it over in the maybes because the people who played it really liked it. But just do that real quick for me. But otherwise, I think we're good. Uh, so it's me now. Um, and right now we have five up there. Which one do I want to go with? Uh, you know what? Here we go. Team and T-Shredder's Revenge. Ooh. Um, let me tell you. This game, remember, here's the thing about like rose-colored glasses and nostalgia. Everyone's like, I remember those old beat-em-up games. They were fun. I loved them as a kid. And then people played the Cowabunga Collection and were like, half these games are trash. Shredder's Revenge is what you think you remember from that playing a Turtles beat up. That is the best way to describe it. Yes, yeah. it is what you imagined when you were a kid, but actually good. Um, it's fantastic. The game is just, like I said, it feels like what you remember. It's fast and fluid. The soundtrack is off the chain. It's amazing. Like, holy shit, it's wonderful. Um, it was, you know, I played it for about three hours. Me and my son played some co-op. And I don't think I've had a more fun three hours this year. Just like, here's the experience. This is perfect. Thank you. Have a good day. Uh, <laughs> adore this game. It should absolutely be on this list. That's my, what do you call it? Does that count as an indie? Who published like, that? What is this game? Uh, I mean, it's I made by Dot Emu. I will double check it, but it, I don't, it's not, you know, things like Dot Emu and. Yeah, I think it should definitely be considered, if not here, then on the all or both. But yeah. But maybe I will put it on the other one as well, Chad. <laughs> we get there, you know what I'm saying? Um, it was uh, published. Yeah, it was published by Dot Emu, aka not a major publisher. Nice. So Counted as indie. Nice. Does anyone else have anything about Shredder's Revenge? Oh, I, I think it absolutely deserves to be on there. That game is kick ass. <laughs> yeah, plus one, plus one. Masked Llama in the chat says Shredder's Revenge should have been Goaty. Might be. I don't know about I don't know about all that, but it was very good. <laughs> this you is like one it? of the. <clears throat> oh, go ahead. 
sorry, I just want to say this is one of the few indie games uh, that we've discussed so far that I did not beat. Uh, not because I disliked what I played of it, but just because it was one of those things where I was not planning on playing it. A friend was like, hey, let's play a little bit of it in co-op. I said, sure. We played it for a couple of hours, and then my friend never got around to playing some more of it with me. I thought it was fine. I, I wasn't especially motivated to continue playing beyond that session uh even like as like a, a multiplayer thing but I, I have no qualms with having it be on the list at least until we potentially get to some other nominees but we'll wait on that gotcha. and chris you said yes for you yeah okay dusty did you play it at all no no play like, revenge <laughs> no I, I should like look the, the games that we chose eight games that's like eight of the ten games i've played this year so understandable <laughs> uh, i think that's enough yeses to put on the list yeah. uh do we need to put an asterisk next to it was there enough i don't think anyone said there was enough yeses. yeah so i think we're good all right uh chad you're up next then Ooh, let's see uh i think my final one that i'll contribute to this list mm -hmm. that hasn't been already, already been mentioned is cuphead dlc Delicious last the DLC. I was going to put that on, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was totally into this game. I, I feel like it is a standalone enough game. I mean, technically, you have to own the original game to have it, but or to play it. But um, yeah, it's fantastic. Adds a brand new character. It adds so many different um, ways of tackling bosses. And uh, there are a ton of extra bosses in here. And it just like levels everything up. In a, in a really fantastic way. This is another one that like I haven't beat, but I've played probably like 80% of the bosses now. Um, and it's just fantastic. I love that game. So I'm going to put Cuphead DLC at, up for consideration. Okay. I haven't played it, so I can't speak on support it. it. Enthusiastically support it. Like mm -hmm. four of those, like I think five bosses are like in the top five, like bosses of all the Cuphead bosses. The challenge mode is great. Um, this is not like your bullshit like money grab like dlc like it is like one of the best dlcs i've ever played to in any game and totally uh worth checking out if you loved cuphead but haven't played this yet you should if this was a money grabbing dlc they were playing the long game <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely takes a while to animate those things apparently mm -hmm. it does and that's another thing like like miss chalice too is like it's you know Cuphead and Mugman were basically just like palette swaps, but Miss Chalice is such a, a new way to play that game. It's fantastic. So I got a question for the other three: Did y'all play it at all? And would, what is your contribution? If you have contribution, I've not I played made... it, but it's Cuphead, and I will endorse it because Cuphead's great. <laughs> uh, I made an attempt to get back to and try and finally beat the base version of Cuphead earlier this year. I got stuck at. Mr. Diceman, uh, last time I played it and I made a few attempts. I'm like, nah, not feeling this. Um, but everything I've seen about it seems like a good game. I don't mind endorsing it. All right. Let's chat. Let's put this one with an asterisk because you guys like it, but it's enough of, well, we don't know yet that it could sure. possibly. So we do also that, have an endorsement from Masked Llama, who I'm going to say is standing in for Al Pacino. <laughs> <laughs> Masked Llama in the chat says, none of the other games had Ghostface Killer on the soundtrack, but all gamer rage aside, those are all good choices. That was TMNT, by the way, that had Ghostface yeah. on the soundtrack. Yeah. Oh, obviously, yeah. yeah. Obviously, Ghostface Killer <laughs> not, not in Cuphead. But <laughs> I would love some of that like upbeat like jazz, like, and then Ghostface just comes in the, uh, the soundtrack would be great. That would be great. So now I have a question. 
Because Chad said he has no more to contribute. Who still has indie games that they want to talk about? Because we still have spots. Raise your hands if you still got them. One, two, a couple people. Exactly. Okay, so I guess we'll go around and we'll skip Chad. Because you know, Chris, you go ahead and go <laughs> uh, go again. Rogue Legacy Two is, uh, I think, one of the better games I've played this year. Period. Um, not just in the indie category. Uh, it's very, very tough, but fair. And um, another example of drip-fed uh, new content in the form of like weapons and mechanics that kind of keep you coming back. I, I just adored this game. So it's my pick. I would have also nominated it. So you got my backing because I adore Rogue Legacy 2. I think it's better than the first in every way. It is. I think it's like that this year's like awesome roguelike. You know, we've had Spelunky and we've had Hades and we've had all that stuff. This is the one for this year that I, you know, personally agree. This is the one that I'm I'm really sad I haven't gotten to play because I loved Rogue Legacy. It's on the list for me to play. Yeah, the original Rogue Legacy was a game that I really loved on the Vita, and I'm looking forward to playing this sometime soon. All right. I would say put that one on the list, but also with an asterisk because only two people were super into it. As long as no one says it sucks ass, we can put it on there. Uh, Dusty, I'll let you go because I think you said you had one more technically. This is technically because it's made by Marvel, but the Marvel Snap. That's my question because this was maybe this is on another list I have. Is this an indie game or is it not? Is mobile game it the was, third ship? <laughs> it was it was made by a smaller developer but still under marvel and marvel is disney so it's hard to say but marvel snap is fucking good oh it's wonderful like i said maybe it's on I my overall what? game of the year list i'm gonna do a, i'm gonna do a google is marvel snap <laughs> an indie game? new verse i'm gonna do i don't know uh, they, marvel snap is just a small indie company making uh its first big game so that that is it, people will call them an indie developer, and so I think it therefore counts as an indie game. What do you guys? What do the rest of you guys feel like? Because I love developer. Developer. I don't know if it's indie, publisher, though. developer, publisher, publisher. developer. Publisher. After, after no, I'm asking what Adam's definition oh. is. Like, I would say the publisher needs to be Universe. They made Marvel Snap and Warhammer 40k Lost Crusade. And they seem like a, a mobile publisher. I have no idea. You want to put this in the maybe? Because again, I'm with you. Marvel Snap's awesome, but I don't know if this... <laughs> so put it in the maybe, chat. because again, I also right. agree it's awesome. But I don't know if it should count as indie or not. I guess we'll talk about that if we when we get to yes. the bottom of that list. Uh, it's amazing. Um. So, Alex, I guess you can go next then. I do want to reconfirm. I can't nominate Inscription, correct? No, <laughs> right? If we can nominate Marvel Snap, <laughs> Marvel Snap came out this year. That game came out 2022. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry, though. I might not I mean, be Inscription's able to. Fucking good. It is fucking good. However, even though I can't nominate it, I do have another nomination that I want to tip my hat to. Uh, the Bug Snacks Isle of Big Snacks DLC. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I played through this a couple of months ago, and I was pleasantly surprised by uh, how good its sort of new story content and big snacks were to capture and eat through. Uh, and it also <laughs> added a bunch of like fun, new kind of quality of life stuff to the game. You have like a hut now that you could build up. That DLC was real fun, and I feel like if we're going to nominate the Cuphead DLC to this list, I figure that I should give, a again, a tip of the hat to the Isle of Big Sacks DLC as well. I, I, I have nothing to add to that except for, Chad, what the fuck are you doing to these words? <laughs> <laughs> we gotta, as we start adding things, we got to make sure they don't overlap. I need, I need people to know, the way that for audio <laughs> listeners, he put Rogue... <laughs> Big L, little G, big C, two. Legacy. Legacy. <laughs> I, I saw what you did. But if I didn't know, if you just put that up, i go, I don't know. Large also, carbon? <laughs> the the uh, TMNT Shredder's Revenge is just turtle sword. Turtle 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 shredder. Sword. <laughs> Coffee. Face. Coffee face DLC, DLC is cupcake. I like it. Um, who does anyone is this a maybe or do we put it? Do you guys think we should put it on the list? Because I just I just I forgot. What really are we talking about? What game is this again? Bugs the Bugs Snacks DLC. Oh, yes. Bugs Snacks DLC. I love Bugs Snacks. I think that's a maybe. Maybe. I feel like it's a maybe. I think, it's a maybe. I think Alex, are you the only one on this call that played it? I'm gonna be honest, I didn't know it came out. <laughs> Same. Oh. Well, that's too bad. I guess put it on I the maybe because he's the only one talking about it. I've never I've, bug stack, yeah. unfortunately. I haven't played the original either. I, I loved the original game. I thought it was the most underrated thing. Actually, that's play. Play. Yeah, the most underrated. It was disturbed. <laughs> the the original Bug Snacks was like this like weird spiritual successor to Pokemon Snap that you never knew that you wanted. That feels very different from Pokemon Snaps, but like totally lives up to like mechanically what that game was going for. That's uh, but that's yeah. legitimately what I've heard. So. I the, just don't remember the, having an emotionally shaking revelation during Pokemon Snap. <laughs> uh, by the way, just for context, the Isle of Big Snacks DLC released in April uh, of mm -hmm. this year. So yeah. I guess a little bit of like a no man's land for like video game releases. Because, yeah, it doesn't seem like a lot of other people played it as well. And so... Hey, even right. if it doesn't get on, I'm glad I got a chance. Yeah, to we got to talk about, about things we like. It's all it's all good. Uh, Trevor, do you have something? I'm going to be honest. I'm genuinely surprised this one has not come up yet. And so I got to put it on here. Uh, Cult of the Lamb. Yeah, you took it off my list. Doesn't be next for me. Yeah, Cult of the <laughs> Lamb it was an absolutely incredible game. That was the game that was going to be my, my nomination until I got addicted to Vampire Survivors. Cult of the Lamb is phenomenal. Uh, I never thought I needed a Hades meets Animal Crossing with a little bit of a cult sim in there, but it's exactly what it is, and I loved every minute I played of that game. Pick agree. It's find, awesome. Find, it's, me, find it, me that little lamb. Find me that little lamb. You know, find it. Yeah. <laughs> it's for me. It's like, oh hey, if Animal Crossing. Because you know, I thought Animal Crossing was fine for like a week, then I was over it. But it's like the cool stuff of Animal Crossing is like you can spend a whole bunch of time on that and then also do some dungeons is like a is like mm -hmm. a real quick thing and yeah. i'm like oh this is all also, awesome in animal crossing when a neighbor pisses you off and is being a little jerk you can't throw them in the stocks but in cult of the lamb you can send those little right fuckers there all you want <laughs> sacrifice them to Cathan. it's all good <laughs> do your thing uh yeah i second it as someone who loves cult of the lamb as well that is one of the games that is like mm, i wish i had time to get back to the, get to that at all in 2022 but i just didn't have time but i heard it's fantastic I enthusiastically endorse it i beat it 
Uh, I think the best thing about that game being a hybrid is that you can split your time between yep. kind of the two mechanics however you want. So if you're more into the cult Animal Crossing stuff, you can do that. If you like the combat, you can go do that. And they both kind of feed into each other and, and you know, complement each other. Uh, it's one of the best games I've played all year. So, yep. Dusty or Alex, anything from you? I guess never first. played it. I meant to get around to it, but no, I don't mind endorsing it. I mean, same. I never got around to playing it, even though it's a real glide in, which is, again, extremely my shit. Just never got around to playing it. I'm going to throw a Nintendo online like money card at you next time I see you, Dusty, and then you just gonna buy it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say put it on there, because if we go half or more, I'm not putting the asterisk. So I guess let's put that as a yeah I, sure. I put that on there full full lamb yeah. we're running out of room over here in our pody goes <laughs> i never want to hear chad say full, full lamb, lamb. Again. <laughs> so i do have a question now that we have a good amount and this list is getting full but that's fine again talk about what you want who else has stuff left because i have a couple things maybe i think only looking at my list i think only one of these things actually would deserve to maybe be on the list so i'll cede it to anyone else if they have any uh things they want to talk about but if you don't i'll go ahead and go with my last Nothing from anybody. All right. Oh, I well, maybe I'll have I feel to. like I feel like we would get yelled at if we didn't mention Sifu. But well, no. Okay. So th there. I mean, there's no. two others. But like, I have. <laughs> yeah. Well, first off, yeah, I'm gonna say no Sifu. Yeah, I'm uh, also saying no Sifu. But the like, other one. Well, let's bring it up so we can denounce it and say no, you're not a part <laughs> of it. There is game. another <laughs> one that I know is in a lot of conversations. It, it it was just one of those that I also didn't have the time to play. Uh, but I want I want to hear what Adam has to add, and then if it's that one, it is. Okay. Yeah, I have two on here i'll just spit them out we'll see what it again sifu cool game i love the art direction especially in that third level i will never think about that video game ever it, again it was a game <laughs> it was a video it's game. a video game <laughs> uh it's whatever uh for me i have two i have ollie ollie world mm. up here and then i also have as dusk falls on my list uh. and i'm trying to think do any of those here's the thing that i'll say ollie ollie world is fantastic it's basically the old trials games where you would like do your runs and try to, you know, do everything perfectly, but mixed with like, I'm a 20 something skater and a cell shaded world. It's got a cool, got a cool style and all that. And I really like it, but again, it's a thing. I don't know if enough people played it for me to make a big argument for it. Um, and then as dust falls, I think it's really, really cool that a, like a narrative choice game, the choices actually matter. <laughs> like you can, people can die just out of nowhere in that game. And the art style grew on me, and I really liked it. Uh, but again, I don't know if that's enough of a thing for people to like, oh, absolutely, put that on there. So those are my last two. I don't even know if they're bothered putting in the maybe pile, because I don't even know if anyone else is going to care about either one of those games. Didn't the play either one. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, the, neither of those were ones that I played. Uh, Ollie Ollie World is on my list. Dust Falls didn't interest me. Um, but Ollie Ollie World is definitely one that I want to check out at some point. It's really cool. Uh, what about from I saw Dusty throw up the hands. So I'm assuming you don't have thoughts on that. I, 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 they're words. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've heard Chris, of them. That's it. Yeah, Chris or Alex. I'm, intri any, I, I'm intrigued, but I haven't um, played either, so I, I don't have yeah, a very yeah. strong opinion. I, I didn't play either, so I don't have much of an opinion either. Okay, well that's fine. Again, I just want to mention them. They're cool, but that's fine that they're on there. Uh, Tre uh, Trevor, what was? Uh, it, it, it's. I don't know if anybody else has played it. I know it's in a lot of the conversation, but Stray is one that I have literally downloaded on my PlayStation right now, and I just haven't gotten a chance to play. But I know a lot of people have been enjoying it. 
I say most overrated game of the year. That's just me. It's fine. <laughs> it's like a seven. It's like a cool Ooh. seven. It's I'm... a pretty seven. And I don't give a shit about that fucking cat. I do not care. <laughs> we did our like mini spoiler cast on the podcast quite some time ago in which we all talked about this game. And I was definitely, I definitely walked out of that the most positive person on that game. I think it's pretty good actually, but yeah, it's, it's not in my personal top eight indie games of the year. Okay. I, I I played it, um, and as much as I love cats, having a dedicated meow button, amazing thing. More <laughs> games should have it. Um, however, like I didn't finish it. It's very pretty. It's very cute. I wouldn't say it's anywhere near game of the year. I feel the story is like people are thinking it's steeper than it actually is because you're playing as little cute meow meow. That's about it. We all agree. Game sucks. No, I'm playing. I just don't. I'm with you. It's not top eight. So are we I'm with fine you. It's with like it's solid seven? Yeah, it's like all right. It's pretty good. It looks pretty. Um, so are we fine with the list we have here? Remember the asterisks or the maybes? Um, so so right let, now, I'm going to swap sure. some of these out so that we know yeah, yeah. what's a maybe and what's a. It's a little bit easier to tell. All right. Yeah, I'll read them off for uh, what do we call them? The the listeners. Yeah, <laughs> that's what those people are called. <laughs> so listeners. we have tunic. These are for sure, by the way, that are locked in tunic. Neon White, Vampire Survivors, Cult of the Lamb, uh, Teenage Mutant Turtles Shredder's Revenge, and that's five. So now we have to figure out between the rest of them what we think deserves to go on here. So we have three spots open, and we have one, two, three, four, five, six games for three spots. So if anyone wants to start the bidding, feel free to about where you think we should go. Oh, I want to start here. Do we think Marble Snap should be in, in the indie we, list. Again, honestly, I adore the game, but is it indie? At, at this point, I'd rather not argue about it and just do the thing, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm going to say no. I would rather defer it to the AAA games list. Hmm. Same. Thus, I think it's worth okay bringing it up there as a conversation yeah, still. Absolutely. So I'm bringing yeah. you up in Game of the Year if you don't, yeah, exactly. so that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and get out Marvel Snap. Uh, yeah, I think it's great. I just don't think it's indie, which is which is fine. Uh, which leaves us with Citizen Sleeper, Cuphead DLC, Rogue Legacy 2, Immortality, and Bug Snacks DLC. So does anyone have a spot where they want to start the bidding? Because, again, we have three spots open. Okay. Uh, I, I, I am, despite the fact that I haven't played any of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually think Citizen Sleeper should uh, should get the spot. I, 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 mean, I, think, I think it should stay there. We do have three spots, right? Yes, we have three yeah, spots. Yeah, we have open. three spots. Oh, three spots, five games. Yeah, yeah. five games, and we got to pick three out of this five. Then to I agree, Citizen eight. Sleeper is awesome. I, yeah. Then I would go Citizen Sleeper, Immortality, Rogue Legacy two. Essentially, I would go. I would take the DLCs off. Mm. Uh, okay. Honestly, I would vote against Bug Snacks <laughs> because Alex is the only one who played it. As somebody who brought up Bug Snacks, I have no qualms taking it off as well. Let's go and take some Bug Snacks out then. Okay. Bug, bug snacks got snacked. We, we ate them things up, mm, curly fry worms, whatever. Uh, so now we have Citizen Sleeper, uh, Cuphead DLC, Rogue Legacy 2, and Immortality. Which one of these four doesn't make it? Because that's the easiest way to do this. We all know my vote's Immortality. Chad doesn't like Immortality. Okay. My vote's Cuphead. You don't think I, so? I'm not uh, with Cuphead being removed too, just because it is DLC, and I'm just kind of on the fence still about that. Uh, yeah, more from a from a uh, semantics point, anyway. Um, so I mean, I'd be fine with. 
but yeah if you were going to include dlc i would have freaking put uh dead cells up there but we're not so yeah mm. so you want you think cuphead should be the one that's not included then as much as i loved it I yes guess. what about you alex yeah i yeah it's between immortality and cuphead for me i i, I feel bad for you chad but i'm gonna vote off the cuphead dlc all right trust me i don't want to see it go because i think it's great but yeah i know where you live alex somewhere in canada (laughs) (laughs) it's a pretty small place (laughs) a day or two to search and you'll find him it's gonna come get you all right so our top eight again this by the way our bracket that we're gonna do the game of the year off of is gonna be randomized by a third party so we don't know the actual seating yet but on our top eight list which we'll do a bracket and figure out the winner we have tunic neon white Cult of the Lamb, Vampire Survivors, Teenage Mutant Turn, TMNT, Shredder's Revenge. Those are hard <laughs> words to say. Citizen Sleeper, Immortality, and Rogue Legacy 2. I think that's a solid eight. Yeah. I just want to point out in this moment here that it was funny that the estimate for this episode was going to be an hour. <laughs> it's only been it's only been 45 minutes. And the thing is, we've already talked about these games, so we don't need to redo the sure. same arguments if they're and on then, Game of the Year. And then we got Game of the Year after that, so it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hour and a half will be all right. Uh, okay, so that's our indie list. And again, us three hosts will figure it out. We're going to move on to <laughs> Responding Fire Pody Goaties for the overall <laughs> Game of the Year. Uh, so I'm going to go reverse order. And again, this is any game that came out in 2022, indie, AAA, otherwise, whatever we want to do. I'm going to go reverse order, just to be fair. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, just, just, I'm just looking at Al Pacino's face. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I've left the stream up just so I can occasionally look over and see myself next to Al Pacino. <laughs> oh, he's great. He's great. We need to give more love to Flute Guy this time, though. Yeah, it's true. Dusty, get on it. You're next to next flute guy. <laughs> <laughs> Your flute guy's uh, friend. So, Chad, oh, did you write those down, Chad? Uh, yeah, stream. I mean, I've, I've still got it. Okay. Yeah, keep that somewhere so yeah. we don't lose it. Because <laughs> I did not write it down. Uh, I guess we're going to go. Uh, like I said, overall game of the year. It could be anything, AAA, indie, whatever you think the best experience in 2022 was. Trevor, you're going to go first. I mean... I mean, for audio listeners, it's a little, little not as uh, obvious, but I'm going with the Elden Ring. <laughs> ah! Can you do your Can you do your ring fit squats? <laughs> Elden Ring fit squats. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's not people have heard about it. I guess tell us why you think it's so good. Uh God, I don't even know where to begin on this. I mean, Elden Ring is is one of the the Soulsborne games. Um, I absolutely love those. I, in fact, last year I did a full playthrough of Dark Souls one, two, three, Bloodborne, and then Elden Ring came out, and I played that all the way through as well. Wow. I love these games. Uh, I'm actually, fun fact, I'm in the middle of that same uh, playthrough right now. I'm almost done with Dark Souls 3. And then today, I was just so fucking excited for Elden Ring that I started my new character early because I'm like, I just, I need to play this game. Um... The it it has just so much of what I enjoy about all of those games with so much more. It's got this massive open world. It's got challenges everywhere. It has secrets everywhere. Like that when I was a kid, one of the things that I would I used to do was just run around like the Ocarina of Time and just try to find any secret that I could, anything that I thought might lead to something new. And Elden Ring has all of that. 
It, it is just a magical game with a freaking badass soundtrack um, that I, I I just absolutely love. It, like anytime I think about it, it just brings a smile on my face. Now, is that because anytime I think of that game, it has my teal skin, purpled hair dude uh, that is just <laughs> looking completely out of place in this dark medieval fantasy? Yes, but it's also still a fantastic game, and it's my game of the year. Yeah, right. I've been the playing this game. Feel? Oh yeah, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Alex, you started playing on stream, right? Yeah, yeah. I've been playing this game uh, all throughout the past two weeks. I uh, basically I stopped temporarily only because I had to go to Toronto and thus was out of town. And yeah, I've been having a ton of fun with this game. I find this game a kind of great refinement of some of these Soulsborne games I played in the past. No clue when I'll ever actually be able to finish it, but uh, I'm continuing to have fun with it and, you know, slowly and surely uh, enrich my understanding of its world and me mechanics and, you know, figure out how to better master it over time. Dusty, I also see your background. Uh, do you enjoy this video game or no? Oh, absolutely. Yes. I... <laughs> This game I've played so much. I even it's one of the games where I played through the beginning of it. And Elder Ring was like I played Bloodborne like late last year. Um no early last year, again late last year. Um fucking amazing game. It was like, okay, I'll play this. It spent maybe like 15 hours plus and it's like, oh, this build's not working for me. I'm just gonna start over. And then I did start over and played like like 80 plus hours until I finished the actual game. Uh, it's fantastic. The, the combat system, the world, because that game world is so much bigger than I expected. Like, I don't realize it's going to be a fucking open world, open world. It's just, it's good. It's fucking good. Yeah. Chris, you hate from <laughs> software, right? <laughs> yeah, they're one of the worst developers. No. Uh, Adam and I podcasted together uh, for many years. I am a from software simp of the highest order. I would argue that Dark Souls, the original, is probably the most influential game to come out in the last like 10 years or so. Second and I think Elden Ring is basically the culmination of everything that they've been working towards um, since that, that game, since Dark Souls. Uh, I think added with the accessibility of um, all the things that they added to make it a little more approachable to other players can still make it tough as nails as you want but like the spear dashes and all that stuff i just i think they hit it way out of the park and um i, I forgot which one of y'all said it's a way bigger world than you expected yeah the first time the map like zoomed out a little bit more and then i was like huh like okay like i wonder how much bigger and then like by the end just like realizing wow um so this is gigantic I, I think i'm gonna this is gonna be like my uh every year like my favorite game of the year like i'll, I'll do a victory lap this is definitely gonna be like my victory lap i cannot wait to new game plus it crush everything in the beginning and then uh get to millennia again probably cry um but it's okay <laughs> um you know it, like that boss fight i think in particular like deserves a huge shout out because like it, it became literally uh, a meme and a new story uh, with uh, let me solo her and just like the culture around that. I mean, just the conversation was so exciting when when people were all playing this. So, no higher yeah, endorsement. It is my game of the year as well. Yeah, Melania is pretty easy. Chad, you're the one who convinced me to buy this game in the first place. Uh, so, what is your what are your opinions on it, man? I've only played about 20 or 30 hours of it, which sounds... Any other game, you're like, oh, yeah, that's enough to know everything about this game. But for this game, I feel like I've, I've only scratched the surface. Um, 
in that 20 to 30 hours, I really liked it. I think it is the best Soulsborne game that's out there. I think it should definitely be in the conversation. Absolutely top eight. I just don't see yet from that amount of time how it beats some other games that are in consideration. But in its defense, I also, until around hour 40 of God of War Ragnarok, wouldn't have been convinced that that was game of the year either. So like, I'm, there's a lot more of this game that I haven't seen yet, and... Uh, it's not my game of the year, but I think it is absolutely worth being in the discussion. Yeah, I'll throw it on there. Elden Lord! I would Elden like to Lord. make uh, two notes. Uh, one, uh, Dusty, you talked about the uh, the giant open world and how much there is to learn and everything. I'm actually wearing a sweater for a YouTube video, uh, channel called Vadi Vidya. If you ever want to get interested in uh, any of the Souls of <laughs> Lord, go check that one out. The other note that I do want to give is while this is my game of the year, and I and I do agree with Chris that it did it was more accessible, I do I will say the biggest knock I have against my what is possibly my favorite game of all time is it did I don't think it did enough towards accessibility. That is the one thing that I will I will <laughs> put on there. Very cool. Yeah, accessible to me again. Beat Millennium three tries, no problem. I'm the Elden Lord and best person in the world at that <laughs> video game. Did you, did you uh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's fucking awesome, and I love you. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. Uh, so. I guess we'll go on to the next one. This is out of order, but Chad, I mean, I know you want to talk about it, so I'm not going to take your your baby away from you. Um, yeah, yeah, it's God of War Ragnarok. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was Marvel Snap. No, no, God of War Ragnarok. Favorite <laughs> game of all time. It's fantastic. It's incredible. Wow. I wasn't wow, okay. I, I wasn't sure until me. the last few hours of that game whether that was going to be even better than God of War 2018. I was just like, ah, I don't know, but yeah, the the last few hours just like cemented that thing into my freaking Hall of Fame. So I'm putting out God of War Ragnarok for consideration. We got to talk about it first. Don't just type it in. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to put up Podigody. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's, I think uh, out of every game that came out this year, it's probably my favorite like story and like, you know, arc. Like I love the characters. Yeah. Man, I love all those characters. Uh, I love the one that, I've already told you guys who my favorite character is. We had a spoiler cast on it. Man. Good stuff. Uh, it's very good, very polished. Uh, a solid. I definitely think it deserves to be here, but I'll be quiet now. Someone else could talk. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I will say I adore this game. I don't think it's quite my game of the year. However, um, I'm with Chad that last, like, the last chapter of the game, they really tied everything together of that game so well. Um, also, playing this like I, I actually started God of War 2018 this year. Like I played it and finished it probably two weeks before Ragnarok came out. Uh, so going back to back was like a really good continuation of the story, and also playing it in conjunction while also watching Andor live, like episode to episode. The those two stories have much more in common than I initially expected. And it just, it works. It gives me those moments of like, that is not about to fucking happen. Fuck you. Fuck everything. No. But then that happens. <laughs> also, the, the, the combat with that, like, switching between the weapons is like seamless. Much more seamless than it was in 2018. Um, and they, they like, the and Axe feels so good. But the other weapons I are good. They're great. It's a good game. Blades all the way. What about the other the other folks? Do you guys like it? Hate it? 
Cozy hates it, I know. Absolutely hated it. No, this game obviously is very special. You know, I, I think that there is so much to love in this game. I was shocked by how good feeling that new weapon Kratos may or may not get in this game feels, uh, especially <laughs> considering cover. how especially considering how great his other two uh, weapons already feel. Again, this is all just hypothetical. I will say I will say the more distance that I've had from this game, the more and more I find my mind wandering to a place of criticism, specifically criticism over the game's overall pacing. Uh, the final chapter of the game does do, uh, as has already been said, a fantastic job of, you know, bringing everything together from throughout the rest of the game preceding it. But it does definitely feel a little bit fast. And in contrast, I do think that the beginning of the game does feel quite a bit slow, but undeniably, indisputably, this game is still well-deserving of being on this list. No doubt about that. Uh, Chris or Trevor? I guess Chris first, because you're closest to me. Yeah, look, uh, the reputation of this podcast would be in serious question if this game didn't make it to the conversation. I had a great time with Ragnarok. I think the highs of this game surpass anything in God of War, uh, God of War 2018. Unfortunately, I think there's some lows that also go far below 2018. So quickly in the conversation of 2018 versus Ragnarok, I think 2018 is a more perfect video game than this one. I had also some pacing issues more towards the middle for me. There were some doldrums in there that um, really, really uh, came close to frustrating me. Not quite there, but close. Um, but still, uh, at the end of the day, like the story to this was awesome. The scale was epic and I screamed at my TV on multiple occasions. I think it is a fantastic video game that definitely deserves to be in the conversation and still one of the greatest games of all time. It's just not quite as perfect as 2018 and that's okay. It's a hard, a high bar to clear. Excuse me. So Trevor. Uh, I just want to start off by saying fuck you, Chad, for putting G-O-W rag rock. Um, <laughs> rag rock emoji rock. I tried to find an emoji of a rag, but I couldn't find like, one. <laughs> that that right there, that what's on screen right now is almost as worse as the emoji movie as a whole. Uh, wow. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Um, so I, I didn't, I, I haven't played it, uh, much like, uh, Dusty, I played God of War 2018 for the first time this year. I played quite a bit of it back in 2018, but it didn't hook me back then. Um, I got to, it was after the Dark Elves. I can't remember. Um, and I got, I got to after there and where they're like, okay, we're going to be going to other worlds and whatnot. And I just stopped playing and... This year, I picked it back up from the same save, and I found that that did not, wasn't a problem in any way that I hadn't played it in four years. I was like, oh, yeah, no, okay, yeah, no, you're this, okay, yeah, yeah you're that, okay, yeah, 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 I, I, I've got this. Um, but I, I, I will say, I enjoyed the game, but even that one probably wouldn't have been my game of the year of 2018. Um, it, it, it was, it was really, really, really good, but there were a lot of problems. And what worries me about like what, what Chris was saying though, is like, I had the problems that y'all are having with Ragnarok with the 2018 one. I thought the pacing was not great. Uh, some of the, the combat was fun at times because then it would just be the same three enemies over and over and over again, over and over and over again. And I've heard that Ragnarok got better with that, which I'm really excited about. This is a game that I'm going to play 
the the reason besides the fact that I haven't played it that it it's not my game of the year is because in my head game of the year is like it's that game that controlled the conversation of that year when you think back to that year that's the game that you think of and Elden Ring had you know the whole thing and the points that I will give Ragnarok though was this entire year was hype for God of War Ragnarok people were talking about it coming out and if it had come out earlier in the year I'm sure it would have controlled the conversation for almost the majority of it. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I think it absolutely deserves to be on this list, though. I was about to say, you're saying it should not be on the list. No, no. I, <laughs> I, I am saying that it should it should be on the list. It's just, for me, I it came out really close to when these conversations are happening. And mm. so it's hard to know if that conversation is going to continue on for several months or if it is going to die off. Gotcha. Well... These top two are locked in, and as they should, I mean, and now it's where it gets fun, because who knows what's going to happen. I'll go back <laughs> to the way I was going. Cozy, give me a nomination for Game of the Year, baby. It, it, as you said, this is going to get real interesting from here on out, because it's going to be tough to find a game that can compete with these two juggernauts. But nevertheless... Nevertheless, I do uh, want to put my card on the table for Splatoon 3. Now, mm. I do want to preface this by saying that while I did play the Splatoon 3 multiplayer component of that game, which is typically what people think of with Splatoon 3, most of my time was actually spent with the single-player campaign, uh, which is primarily what I'm going to be talking about here because I really had a lot of fun with it. I feel like... We're so used to Nintendo games being great by this point that we tend to kind of forget just how good their design acumens are. And even after playing Super Mario Odyssey earlier this year, I kind of went into Splatoon 3 being like, all right, we'll see how good this is. And I walked away thoroughly satisfied. I found Splatoon 3 single player campaign to be a very, 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 very good 3D platforming campaign. And I like the way in which it kind of wrapped together uh, elements from all three Splatoon games throughout the series. It's it's just really good to have a Nintendo game that r respects its own lore and like adds to what has already existed before. Because I feel like it's quite often with, say, the Mario series that each new Mario game kind of follows its own continuity and doesn't feel particularly concerned with following up on things that were introduced in the past. So yeah, Splatoon 3. Anyone else? I did not see that coming. <laughs> really? oh, I was going to jokingly be what he was just like, and that game is, I was going to go, Digimon Survive. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the question is, did anyone else play Splatoon and feel anything about it? Is the question. Or Splatoon 3, excuse me. Here's the problem. I've, I've only played Splatoon teams. 2. And I, like I, Spl I like Splatoon 2. I, I like, if it's anything like Splatoon 2, I liked it, but I haven't played it. Yeah. I, and okay. the the thing about it was like all I played of Splatoon two was the multiplayer, and I did not mm -hmm. enjoy it. But Alex is specifically saying let's do the single player. I was like, oh, I have zero opinions then on that. I have no idea. <laughs> I played okay. how you were like, I liked Splatoon two, but I didn't like the multiplayer, and that was literally all that game was. <laughs> I, 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 I was this. Uh, I just want to say okay. real quick, I talked about this a little bit on the podcast uh, after I first talked about it a few months ago, like. Playing through the Splatoon 3 single per campaign made me really excited about the idea of eventually at some point getting a Splatoon spin-off that is just a like focused single player campaign. Because there is something like really special to this series, and I would love to see them take it to sort of like the next level. In the same way that we saw uh from software, you know, take the Soulsborne formula and go open world with it with Elden Ring. 
Cool. I would say, Chad, put it in the maybe, because he feels strongly about it, but no one else played it. So put that over in the maybe, but again, we're talking about things we like, so it's all good. Uh, Dusty, give us something. Um, I played much more indie games this year than main games, just because like that's just what I play. Um, what I'm going to put up there, I'm going to put Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, because I fucking adored those games. It right. is quite literally the game that every Pokemon fan legitimately wanted. I think at this point, Game Freak is just being held back that they have a, probably a forever contract with Nintendo because that game did not run well initially, but I, I powered through that shit because that game was good. That's what everyone says. It's like, it runs like trash and I fucking love this video game. So that's <laughs> it's, a... it's fantastic. Like legitimately they did a story, a good Pokemon story. Like there's a boss like a final boss fight at the end of that game that is like one of the dopest shit pokemon has done all right cool anyone it's else fantastic anyone else play i don't i know that us three didn't play it so i don't know if you other two did I've i didn't play that. it but this is the one where i'm like i i hear so much about this game and I, i'm trying to wrestle with the fact of like if it's broken janky well it's not broken but if it's janky does it deserve game of the year or at least a nod that way? But then I start thinking about like Cyberpunk 2077. Like that was janky as fuck and even broken. But I think that that did deserve at least some nod towards game of the year. Um, Do we even know? though I didn't play it. I didn't, it did. I didn't play it, but everyone felt so strongly about it. I was like, yeah, I, I disagreed uh, on our original <laughs> podcast about that. And did not matter. The answer is unequivocally no. Great game. Everyone liked it. Uh, so <laughs> put it in the maybes because we only have one person played it, but you know, we, again, we're highlighting. Uh, I Chris. am, uh, oh, go ahead. I just want to say real quick, as Adam mentioned earlier, the three of us haven't played it. I will say I am happy that Nintendo did come out and say, Hey, we're going to look into the problems with this game and do our best sure. to, you know, not obviously utterly fix them, but improve upon them. I, I was saying that to, you know, my fellow podcast co-hosts and some other people privately that like, I'm going to wait to see that w if, and when the game gets fixed to finally play it. And they were all saying like, that's not going to happen. There's no way they're going to fix this thing. And so I am happy. I am happy that Nintendo is, you know, aware of the issues that us customers have with the game and it's going to go in and fix it. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, Chris, throw us a nomination. Uh, so you guys can tell me if you think this is uh, a no go, but it's technically not DLC, but Destiny to the Witch Queen. Ooh, uh, even though I bitch about Destiny all the time and their crappy What's seasonal the bitch model. About? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love the Halloween event? It's so good. Okay, fuck you. I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think this is possibly the best story they've told in the Destiny universe, and it was a great payoff to a lot of stuff that was teased for like years for some mm -hmm. of the stuff. So. I really liked it. The um, I think it wasn't called the heroic campaign. What was it? Legendary, Legendary. mode. Yeah, was awesome. I soloed that shit. Um, I just powered through. That was fantastic. You soloed and, uh, the Savathun boss fight. Christ. On yes, Legend? on Legendary. I did. Oh my Yo, god. I, 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 I knew we I knew we had something in common when you're like, oh yeah, Elden Ring, because you know we hate each other because we 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 love Elden Ring, we hate ourselves, I mean. But yeah, good I was like Lord. <laughs> Holy shit. Did I mention yeah. I beat Eleni in three tries? <laughs> yeah. I'm just you talk about you. a fucking asterisk. I know there's an asterisk somewhere in there. Like no, when summons that. a G Was yeah, that extremely okay. overleveled? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> was I 175 when I beat that video game the first time? Yes, I was. Uh, anyways, uh, Chad, I'm, here's the thing. 
I want to hear about from the other Destiny players. Do you think it deserves to be on this list? Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a full yes. like 12-hour campaign, even more if you mm-hmm. fucking suck and you played on Legend like we did. It took us several days to beat it, but um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it, everything Chris says is true. It was like the best storytelling that Destiny's had so far, even throughout some of the seasons that have come this year, too. Like, it, it's extended throughout that, too, so... And a lot of really good quality of life improvements for the game itself have come out of that too. So I think it's, I'm, I'm going to stamp of approval this. This was one of the larger expansions that they had for the game. Like this, this one felt like a, its own game. And and I think that's why I'm more inclined to go with this because it is DLC uh, compared to other ones. Like even, you know, like, (laughs) I don't know why someone would be doing like, yeah, the Coliseum update for Elden Ring game of the year. But I'd be like, no, there's not enough. We're not enough content there. No, no, no. Destiny's different though. It's a live service game. Oh, like yeah. this is this is the iteration like Destiny's in right now. So it is kind of like always a little bit of a reset. Yeah. Like uh, I also I would, Oh, go good. Okay. I was gonna say just uh one of my favorite raids too. Like I gotta shout out uh oh, the yeah. Disciple Valve raid, Disciple which is just excellent. amazing. But anyway. I'm gonna. I, uh, I I would be. Yeah. I'm fine with putting it on. I I know that I have like a bias towards it and everything like that. If people were not okay with putting it on, I'd also understand. I'm gonna look down here, Same. flute guy. On Twitch, <laughs> hey, flute guy. It, 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 honestly, you know what? I realized halfway through the show, it looks like he's about to shoot a blow dart into Dustin's head. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just like, yeah, there he is. <laughs> I will say. Put it on the list with an asterisk because I feel like it deserves to be on because my first time playing Destiny 2. But put an asterisk because if it's like the first like to go, to me, it'd be the first to go. That's so fair. put an asterisk, yeah. but I'd say put it on there for that fucking that's video game you made me the play. Other DLCs. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, so Chad, you already went. So I guess it's me because that was Chris's, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, You can find a crown. You can find a crown. Trust me. <laughs> that's not even a witch. Just... That's a fairy. That is a witch. Uh, that's a witch. Oh no, is that's it? a wizard. No, that's a it witch. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh ooh. see, this is tough. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna nominate. I'm gonna get out the way. Marvel's Midnight Suns. Let me oh, tell you. It just came out, right? Well, here's the thing, because I'm making my list of my top eight. And after God of War and Elden Ring, my list is basically what's on the indie list. And then two Marvel games. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about Marvel's Midnight Suns. It is. I was worried. I'm like, this idea is cool. Like, I'm going to watch the runaways. I'm going to read all the comics because this idea is interesting. But are they going to be able to pull it off? There's all these delays. And then they came out and it's like, oh, it's Fire Emblem Three Houses, except for it's Marvel. And the strategy combat is better than like any more Fire Emblem game ever. Uh, it's awesome. The game is Legit great. All the writing's good. All these uh, interpersonal relationships between these superheroes. And you're just like, hey, what if like Blade had a crush on Miss Marvel, but then like Wolverine came through and like crashed the party? And you're just sitting there like, what is this video game? But this is also awesome. Uh, And honestly, the strategy combat can be beaten. And it's a full ass RPG. It is not just like a XCOM Marvel. It is like, no, this is an RPG where just like the strategy combat is is phenomenal. Um, It's great. I'm playing through right now. I've probably put 30-ish hours into it, or and it's only been a week, maybe 40, something like that. Uh, and I just can't stop playing. I, I, I adore it. And if, a you know, like a full-ass RPG Marvel game doesn't interest you, you're crazy. 
Um, <laughs> Spider Man's in it too. Everyone likes Spider Man, and, and it's Yuri. It's Yuri Unfold. It's Yuri. Yeah. All the all the actors. First, yeah. everyone gives great performances, and everybody is like who you would expect them to be. It's like Yuri is Spider Man. Steve Bloom is Wolverine, which I believe he's Wolverine oh, in the '90s, right? Like no, two thousand. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Two that. Yeah, yeah. Nico is literally the girl from the Runaways TV show, and she's like, "How oh. about I play Nico again?" Um, that's great. That's wonderful. Everyone so, should play it. So, so here's the thing. I, I, I. I do want to play it. It is on my list. Mm-hmm. When I first heard about it and they're like, XCOM people are making a Marvel game. I'm like, let's fucking go. And then they were like, it's card combat. I went, I fucking done. <laughs> um, but then I heard, but then I heard that it was, that the combat was actually really good. The, the card combat mm-hmm. worked w- well. And then they're like, oh, also there's a whole other section of the game that's just talking to characters. And I went, okay, I, I, you had me back up and now you've got me back out. <laughs> but then they were like, no, no, no. Here's the thing. And this, I, I swear to God, this is what made me go, I'm going to play this game. And they're like, yeah, one of the problems with it, though, is that by the end of all the friendship lines, like, the, that superhero wants to be, like, your best friend. It feels kind of fanfic. I went, that sounds fantastic. I want Peter Parker to want me as his best friend. Are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? They That's what this, I want. It's great. They work the line where it's like, Marvel's, like, has control of these characters. We can't be romance. But let's be honest. You're hanging out in a lot of bathing suits. And everyone's like, hey, we're real good friends. What if we made the friend zone the goal? (laughs) (laughs) And the combat is, it is card combat, but it's not like my cards versus your cards. It's like, hey, here's my abilities. And again, it's synergy. Let me match up this with that. Do some movement, push that person into that person. Ghost Rider does his ultimate. uh, um, uh, What was that? Uh, Slay the Spire. I heard it was very much like that. It feels like when you play your abilities. Okay, now you've got me in. Yeah, but movement (laughs) on a 3D plane. Yeah. Uh, so that's what I, my nomination, what do you guys think? Yeah, this, this and yeah. Crisis Core are my, like, two most anticipated games for the next three or four months, so I'm okay with this being on the list. I guess maybe an asterisk, because, like, you're the only one that's played it, maybe, mm-hmm. but I, I support it being on there. I'm fine with an asterisk. Yep. I'm fine with it being on as yeah. well. I want to see how you type this in. <laughs> but go ahead, <laughs> are you saying something, Alex? <laughs> Alex, oh. are you saying something, or... Or is it no. Dusty? Somebody said something. I mean, okay. I, I'm okay with being this. Like, I've heard good things about it. He's saying State Aspired movement has got me in because State Aspire is probably the game I've played the most on the most different platforms. Um, the only thing I've like heard about it is like a lot of things from the queer community is like, okay, yeah, you could go to their birthday parties, but you can't kiss Wolverine. So what's the point? Uh, <laughs> That's true. You can't but, kiss anybody. Yeah. That I understand, though. They're owned by Marvel. Yeah. But I mean, it's something yeah. that I'll probably pick up like next year. Okay, cool. So go and put it on there with an asterisk. Uh, we'll go back down to Trevor. Nothing. No, no, I know. I'm just shaking my head watching this motherfucker type words in. <laughs> yeah. What? Person what? twelve a.m. sun emoji. Put a a, a child twelve a.m. <laughs> okay. And then a sun. This is the gender neutral emoji for superhero. <laughs> <laughs> To me, it just looks like Ash Ketchum. Like, what? Oh, he does have a mask on. Oh, okay. I thought the mask was his hat. Um, I mean, here's the thing. Um, to be fully honest, I have no other AAA That's fine. Uh, game hey. here. However, That's no problem. We, 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 you know, we said we couldn't put it on one list, but we're going to put it on another. And you know what? It's, it's here. The time is now. Marvel Snap. Says Marvel the guy who didn't want to do card combat. Marvel fucking Snap. <laughs> Yeah, but you know what? That card combat would not take max three minutes. Uh, 
No, Marvel Snap is one of those games that I saw a video for towards the beginning of the year, and I and they were talking about the mechanics and the simplicity of the card game, and I went, that sounds fucking great. Like, let, let's go. And then they're like, it's not out yet. And I went, well, why the fuck did you talk to me about it? Um, <laughs> and... And then it came out on Android, and I was super jealous because I still wanted to play this game. Kept hearing really good things. Uh, I heard about the you know the, the monetization at the beginning was not great, and then that got changed right before it was released on iOS. And the day it got released on iOS, I don't think I did anything else that day. Like that was all that I did was just sit there, play games, make new decks, unlock more cards. I mean, we, we talked about feedback loop earlier with, with Vampire Survivors. This game as, at the beginning, like it slows down as you, you're going into it. But at the beginning of it, you are just playing games. You're unlocking cards. You're getting boosts. You're making your cards look shiny. Like it's it is an ADHD person's fucking banquet. <laughs> like <laughs> they're like, we are going to fucking hit you with so many things so fast. That don't mean ain't going to quit, boy. Um, and it, it it's it's still one of the games that like I will take out my pocket and just play if I'm sitting in, in somewhere and I've only got a couple minutes or or whatnot. And it, it's it's wild because I'm playing against other people and I normally hate playing against other people. I just do not care. But I doesn't feel that way because of the mechanics. It feels like we're both playing a puzzle game and we can affect each other's puzzles. And it, it's just it's got the right set of of things that make me want to keep playing it i think it's a great game i mean i agree i think it i loved it like i really got sucked into it so i wouldn't be upset with it being on that list i fully support it i mean yeah fully support it's huge i got trevored into it too trevor in fact i played it for like literally four hours straight in the very first day that i played it and then i hit that point where it was like I've played too much in one sitting and I no longer am making progressions. And I was like, cool, I'm done now. But like, I still admit it is an incredibly great, well-made game. And it, I think the, about it often. It's the first game that when they're like, hey, we got a season pass and a premium season pass. I did the premium, not because I wanted the ranks, just because I wanted to give them more money. I, I absolutely love the game that they made. I'm like, you deserve this. I don't right. think I even actually finished that season. <laughs> Doesn't matter. It's a couple bucks. Give it to him. So I guess everyone yeah. agreed on that, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Put it on there. All right, Chad. You've already got you. You just left out an E. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> Alex. Me again? But yeah, because Trevor just went. I'm going in a circle backwards. Yeah, it's you. Uh. <laughs> Unless you don't like, have anything, that's fine. You can skip. Yeah, I don't. Unfortunately, I did play quite a few AAA games this year, but the only like major AAA games that I played with any. Oh, like, you can put indies in here, by the way. If you think an indie deserves to be overall game of the year, you can throw it in here. There's no problem with that. N- no, I I don't have anything else to share in that regard. I was gonna. Okay. Mm, I, I do want to give just a quick little tip of the hat to the Deathloop Golden Loop update, which released mm. just a few months earlier this year. I uh, really had a lot of fun with that. The problem with that update is that it's not even on the same level as like the Bug Snacks Isle of Big Snacks update or the Cuphead update, for example. So if neither of those got on the indie game list, it's probably not worth bringing this one up. So I'll tip so my hat to that and move on. All right, I do need to play that. I do like Deathloop. Uh, Dusty, for you got sure. anything for us? 
No, there's not a lot of games that like I've played that's like not indie like or we have not talked about. I'm just mm-hmm. gonna throw it out there because I w- I really want to play it. So maybe like a contender. I want Sonic Frontiers because it looks fucking weird. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> I. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now no, I want it more. Put it up there, please. <laughs> so hey, you know what? Uh, I'll put I'll put it up there. I, I also kind of want it. So <laughs> I I've been playing uh, quite a fair bit of put Sonic Frontiers as well, and it's just one of those things where like I like Sonic <laughs> Frontiers a lot. I think it is a much better game than I, I feel like a lot of people are anticipating it would be. But ultimately, compared to my time at Elden Ring, it, it was a pretty it was pretty clear to me. Like yeah, like this game this game's good, but it's not quite game of the year material and that's okay that's okay this game didn't need to be game of the year material to be respected by me and clearly many many other gamers across the globe mm-hmm. front ears huh from, uh, from <laughs> what i'm hearing Don't. how i feel about pokemon is how sonic fans feel about frontiers so mm-hmm. yeah so sure. it's a buggy mess it looks really buggy so yeah. we talked about this during the podcast the thing is sound of frontiers it's not very buggy it's just that there's a lot of pop-in and that oh, pop-in yeah. well can... he's so fast how is it the processor supposed to keep up i mean come on i, I just how can you, you do that he's the fastest thing alive yeah. it's the thing is this, the pop-in it's like it's not that big of a deal but there are moments where like these rails that you're supposed to use to get around the various zones that you're in don't quite pop in as soon as you would want them to. And so it can be a little bit difficult to navigate around again, the various zones. But other than that, like the game is not that bad from a technical perspective, at least not as bad as what I've seen at Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chad, you, you haven't that... seen Sonic fall into the back rooms yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. We'll, Ch- we'll see. Chad, please put that in the maybes because do not, Oh, it's, it's an asterisk. It's an asterisk. That means it's a maybe. It's just not organized on the right column with everything gotcha, else. But gotcha. Chris, do you have an actual game of the year? <laughs> and again, indies can be in here because I'm good at starting yeah. on maybe indies. In yeah, a second, if you want to so. refresh on indies, I'll show you again our top eight from the indies. Yeah. Now, okay. are these off limits? No, no, these can go in. That's no. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Anything can go in overall. I just want to okay. do indie first because there okay. is overlap. So That's I want to do indies first. first. Yeah, yeah. But do you have anything, Chris, in general? If you don't, that's fine. No, yeah, I, you know what I wish that was, you know, I mean, in an alternate timeline where this game was actually like worthy is uh, Callisto Protocol. But I've played enough of that mm. to know, unfortunately, it's not, mm. and I'm sad about. I'm still enjoying it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, uh, but now I'm in this timeline, someone playing that and not having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still want to. I, I still want to give it a shot. Uh, I've decided I'm going to move the Final Fantasy remake game that recently came out to next year. If I'm going to play one more new game before the end of the year, it's that one. I want to give it a shot. Cool. Just know that we're in the darkest timeline, as we've established uh, many times in the last couple of years. Uh, so just, uh, it's it's fine. It's it's not not bad. But um, okay, so well, I have nothing else. That's a very long way of saying no. I I have nothing else. Um, okay. Chad, do you have anything else? Yeah, we're, uh, so I was I was struggling as to whether or not I would bring this one up at all. But then, like, looking at some of the other things on this, I was like, I mean, if we're going to put Sonic Frontiers up there, then fuck yeah, we should put Pokemon Legends Arceus up on here. Hmm. Like, You're an Arceus boy. That, yeah, I put 45 hours in one week, and that was a full-time job for me on top of my full-time job. Spoilers, I didn't put as many hours in my full-time job as I did Pokemon Legends that week. But <laughs> Thank God this isn't recorded. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that game just it just it hit so hard for me, and it was it was the perfect refresh to that Pokemon formula that I wanted. It was the way I want to play Pokemon games going forward. It was fantastic. Yeah, and yeah, it had its its issues with you know pop in and and these barren open areas, but uh, I think it deserves to be up here with some of these other games as well. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna second this actually, and I actually forgot that this game came out this year. That like yeah. this year has been such a blur. I thought that was last year. Um, it, it, it was like same. The, it was January. So yeah, it was yeah. Jan- no, but I mean like I thought it was January last, last year. year. Um, <laughs> but like the thing the thing that I remember because I I even put a bunch of bunch of time into that one. I remember the thing that I said to uh, my wife was. Yeah, I'm a modern child teleported by a god back in time, but at least I'm doing something fucking different in this game. Like that was my whole thing is that like it was it was different. It wasn't the same Pokemon game again. There wasn't some old man that's like, "You want some sneakers?" Um, <laughs> I know that hasn't been in the series in a long time, but it's always what I think of. Um, but uh, it, it it did something different, and and having. That, that style of play where it's like, yeah, I'm just walking around in third person and I throw a fucking ball and there's my Pokemon and now they're battling it was fantastic. I, it, it's so wild. I'm almost upset that that game existed because I feel like Scarlet and and uh, and Violet would have it would have had a better oh my gosh moment if they had saved it for that one. Uh, but the, that game as a whole was was a different sort of Pokemon game and yeah, I, I think it, I think it should be on the list. Chad, what I, had, I want you to do. Oh no, go ahead. Alex, I just want to say I had honestly completely forgotten that I beat this game. Uh, I did not dislike this game, but compared to the likes of Elden Ring and even uh, I hate to say it, Sonic Frontiers, I just I did not find exploring that world to be all that interesting, and I was frustrated with how many parts of the game overly relied on sort of the catching mechanic is the basis of their gameplay i really did not have a lot of fun with a lot of those boss battles as different as admittedly different as they were from what we had had before in the series i think as a whole the game is good but i would honestly i would rather vote for scarlet and violet games that i have not yet played over arceus being on this list so what i want you to do chad is put pokemon arceus legends whatever I don't know how you're going to spell it, because you're going to have ridiculous spelling. Put it underneath Pokemon ScarJo, because if we have to have a conversation between a Pokemon game going on here, I don't think they should both go on here. I mean, I guess we'll see. But put them next to each other, just in case. I will go ahead, and my list, what I have left on my Game of the Year, was because half of my list was indies, because I was like, I like these indies so much. So I guess we can just type them in, and we'll start cutting stuff down. But for me, again, we haven't voted on the indie list. For me, I think Vampire Survivors deserves to be on this list. Yes, it does. Think Cult of the Lamb deserves to be on this list. Yes, it does. Shredder's Revenge. Yes, it does. And Immortality. And I know Immortality is maybe 50-50 for who's here. But Vampire Survivors, Cult of the Lamb, TMNT, or Immortality, I would nominate to be on this list. Because, again, like, I think there's really good indies this year. And I would rather put a Vampire Survivors on over a Pokemon Arceus. Or over Sonic. I don't know why Sonic's still here. Delete of Sonic. Uh, <laughs> He's so upset. Let wow. me ask you. Um, did, didn't you vote for Sonic 2 over Ocarina of Time? Like, yeah, way back on our podcast? It's better. Yeah. So, okay, so, Ocarina of Time is... pretend like wow. Sonic 2 wow. and Frontiers are on the same plane. Like, Big I know I haven't played one of them, but come on. <laughs> Sonic 2 is amazing. What? And again, 
Ocarina of Time is like the fifth best Zelda game. I don't even want to hear it. You're uh, talking anyways. Sonic 2 or Sonic Adventure 2? Sonic 2. No, sir. No, <laughs> That's sorry. a big difference. This fucking show. <laughs> now, They're I, talking I, about gonna... like Shadow the Hedgehog wasn't a good game. Oh, God. <laughs> I will say I was gonna I was gonna suggest Vampire Survivors and uh, Cult of the Lamb for this list, so I yes. wholeheartedly put that. Uh, uh, Team NT, I uh, I will back as well because it's a fantastic game. All right, I I, I want to put on Immortality, but I I think I'm pretty much alone. I mean, I would love Immortality up there as well. Okay. Um, I just think like for these other games, like I adore Immortality. Like mm-hmm. I still need to finish it because like I'm too caught up in like the stuff. Tell you what, mm-hmm. you 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 could put yeah. immortality on there if, uh, and and take off uh, Song Frontier. It's fine, absolutely. It's fine. <laughs> so yeah, Vampire Survivor, Cult of the Lamb. Um, with those two. I'm gonna say don't type in immortality because I love it, but there's not enough people here to keep it on. And then Shredder's yeah. Revenge. And now let's cut it down. So as Chad's typing in Cult of the Lamb and TMNT. Uh, so Elden Ring for sure. Got to wear Ragnar for sure. I think at this point, because four people said it, Destiny Two, Witch Queen for sure. Um. Marvel Snap, I think. Yeah, enough people said Marvel Snap for it to go on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's one, two, three, four. So we have four more spots, and chat's typing in to, to, to chat here. What do you guys think? Again, I will say Marvel's Midnight Suns should be, if we're cutting stuff off of the roots left, I think Marvel's Midnight Suns should be on here. Do, do we want to have both Marvel let's Snap leave it. Let's, and let's, let's go. Midnight Suns on this? Table. I know they're, they're both different. Good games, like, let's table it. What do you think we should... Give it a Sonic. I'm sorry. Who really thinks <laughs> that should be on the list? No, no, no. no I, uh, I, I think Sonic I play the go. game. I agree with you. Get Sonic off the list. <laughs> Kill Sonic, please. I, I, I had a lot of fun with I Sonic. Love, yeah. I love that Dusty even Sonic, changed but, his yeah. fucking background to fucking Eggman. <laughs> like, Great. he went all <laughs> in on it. I'm sure it's fun. I have no problem with fun. I like fun games that aren't game of the year. It's fine, but it doesn't need to be up here. Um, I, I feel like Vampire Survivors, even though I haven't even played it, I haven't played one minute of that game, should probably be on this list. I think it should, from, too. I'll tell you, I'll tell you Just, right now, your life will be one minute better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do we have enough people that, to think that Vampire Survivors I, should be on the list? I think Vampire Survivors is a for sure. Thumb up for me. Sure. Of the of what we see on, I, yes, vampire survivors, yes. Mm-hmm. I think of the eleven that we see on here, I would like to nominate. Like, like let's start getting rid of shit from the bottom. I yeah, would yeah. like to nominate Splatoon three is not as good as the other ten. Hmm. Problem is, yeah. unfortunately, I don't have a lot of people to prop me up on this one. <laughs> I don't. Not that I can prop you up on it, but I'm thinking is Splatoon better than those Pokemon games. But I don't, I don't I know don't, enough. I haven't have, have played Splatoon 3, but Pokemon Scarlet Violet is really fucking good. I love Arceus. I think Pokemon Scarlet and Violet better. If you like Arceus, play Scarlet I, and Violet. I think. So I guess. I Alice, suspect yeah, I guess that, I'd ask you. I, I suspect that Pokemon Scarlet. It, it's tough because I suspect that the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet games just present a more interesting and kind of deeper gameplay loop than anything that Splatoon 3 offers. Uh, in the same breath, though, Splatoon 3, definitely a way more polished game from a technical and kind of storytelling and cinematic perspective. Um, mm-hmm. Ultimately, though, I'm fine taking Splatoon 3 off the list on the basis that we do have another shooter, uh, Destiny, that is there to kind of represent the genre on the list. If Destiny had not been there, I would have maybe made a bit of a stronger case for it on the basis that we should have a shooter on the list, but because Destiny 2, Destiny uh, is there. I, think I don't I think I've ever thought of Destiny 2 and Splatoon in the same sentence before, <laughs> but I will agree with this. Yeah. <laughs> All right, if Alex is okay with it, I guess drop uh, Splatoon 3. So that's... Can you move these around, Chad, just so I can see how many are left? 
because yeah. I'm I can't see anything. Take you know, that are we? Destiny. Are we? Okay, so Destiny, yeah, we're taking the answers off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Midnight Suns. I feel like move it over because because <clears throat> it's a maybe. We're still going to talk about that. Yeah, uh, I'm making you do a lot of work on the fly. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's all right. And then Marvel Snap is a go, and Vampire Survivors is a go. Survivors a go. Mm-hmm. You're seeing producing in real time. It is really working. So I guess these are good, so they can stay there. Cold Lamb still a, is an asterisk. Yeah, I think Cult of the Lamb should stay. I think personally, I think it should stay. I'm fine with this saying. Okay, so Cult of the Lamb. So now we have to pick two from the one on the right. We have two. So the ones on the right, the four games on the right, which are Marvel Midnight Suns, both Pokemon games that came out this year, and Ninja Turtles. We have to pick two out of these four. My vote is Pokemon Scarlet and Shredder. To go or to stay? Mm. No, to stay. Sorry, yeah, to stay. To stay. So you say Pokemon and. Ninja Turtles. Yep. All right, what else? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess we just vote and then talk about I think about I'm on there. board with that. I think I'm on board with ScarJo and Shredder. Okay. Fucking ScarJo. Uh, ScarJo Scar- 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 is the best film <laughs> ever made. <laughs> yeah, I, I disagree. <laughs> I, I, I think ScarJo okay. and Midnight Suns is my vote. Sorry, Chris says ScarJo and Midnight Suns. Okay. Uh, I'm okay uh, with, Alex, you were talking. Yeah, ScarJo and Shredder. Considering that we brought up Cult of the Lamb a little bit late during our indie game discussion to begin with you know nothing against the game but like as somebody who's like not really played cult of lamb or shredder's revenge all that much i feel like that that speaks to the kind of like overall quality of the products that we're talking about mass llama's gonna be real mad they're in chat they were they're very happy about the about the, the, the lamb. <laughs> oh lamb's staying on there uh i guess so the, yeah. dusty what would you vote for um yeah pokemon scarlet violet uh, mm. <laughs> I, no, absolutely not. I refuse. Don't you say, yeah, yeah. You, no, you stick to I your refuse. guns, Dusty. Yeah. I refuse. They are not going to whitewash my game. Uh, <laughs> Ghost in the Shell. Great movie, everybody. Uh, so, Pokemon, what's the other one then? Out of the... I, the thing is, like, the only one I play is Arceus, but I don't think it's a game of the year contender as much as I absolutely enjoy that game. Mm. Um, Midnight Suns, it's too soon i haven't played it yet um and only one person of us it feels like uh, ninja turtles is the one where there is much more consensus um that should be a contender yeah what do you think i think a month from now midnight suns we're gonna look uh, maybe not maybe several months from now we're gonna look back and be like oh fuck that game that game slapped i'm telling you this now right now most of us who have most of us have played tmnt shredder's revenge and say yeah that shit's great and mm-hmm. one of us has played Midnight Suns and says this shit's well, here's the best. The, in the well, world, I was so. getting the vote, Trevor. What's your la- what would you if do oh, two yeah, out my, of these? My, my vote to stay is uh, 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 Scarlet and Violet and Shredder. Okay, so here's what we do: Scarlet and Violet gets in because everyone said that that they wanted to do it. So go ahead and put that over there. So now I just want to make the case because I really like Marvel's Midnight Suns. What do we think of Marvel's Midnight Sun versus Shredder's Revenge? I or or I just out of the three Shredder left has. I haven't played Midnight Suns. I've played mm-hmm. Shredder's Revenge, and I don't think Shredder's Revenge should stay. I don't I, like it. Does it doesn't have staying power? It was great for like four to six hours, but like Marvel's Midnight Sun to me seems like it has like the makings of a truly great game. Like I, I'm very interested to check it out. Like uh, it's just like like Shredder's Revenge is a nice little nostalgia, like you know, dopamine hit, and mm-hmm. I don't know. You know what's messed up? These are both of my nominations across the the thing. So that's but we I think we all agree that RCS probably doesn't go over Shredder or Midnight Suns, right? If we're just doing we're breaking yeah. them down. Yeah. Okay. So Chris, that's his thoughts. Uh Chad, what do you, what would you think? I uh, like I mentioned, several months from now, I think I will have chosen Midnight Suns over Shredder's Revenge. 
so I guess that speaks to Midnight Suns, maybe? Mm-hmm. We'll, we'll table that for now. Dusty, okay. do you have a between Shredder and Midnight Suns? Yeah, again, both games I haven't played. Um, mm-hmm. I am neither here nor there. If more want to do Midnight Suns, since it's probably like a more bigger game. A more bigger game. Bigger, more bigger more game. game. More Put big, it on the box. Bigger, more er, gamer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Alex, Alex, what about you? Oh, good. Oh, no, go ahead. Trevor, you were saying something? You went. Okay. But Alex, Alex. Alex, I'll talk. I. I don't know. I'm really split on this one. I, I know I said earlier, like, should we have Midnight Suns and Snap if they're both Marvel games? But, like, they are pretty different from each other. I also think that, like, the music in TMNT is pretty great. I don't know. I, I'm sorry. I, I'm pretty split. I don't know which one we should go with. Okay. And then, Trevor, what about you? I'm going to be honest. You you have won me over, and it's because I love you, Adam. I'll go with Midnight Suns. Cool. I mean, these are both my children, by the way. So and bring Midnight Suns in. <laughs> this is the thing now one because of, I'm. Oh, go ahead, Chris. One of your children is a very well dressed poser. Uh, the other one seems to be doing something new and interesting. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and that's the. F- what do I think is better? Yeah, you know, I nominated them both. Because I fucking love Shredder Revenge. Holy shit, I do. I'm gonna have to go Midnight Suns. Because if I do a personal top five, it's there, and Shredder's Revenge might be on the end. Was that enough? There was between the split and the votes. I think that makes Midnight Suns go on the list. Correct? Yeah. yeah. Chad's never right. really put it on there. Cool. <laughs> Very nice. All right. I guess that's it. So, respawn aim fires. Overall game of the year bracket will consist of Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Destiny Two Witch Queen. Marvel's Midnight Sun. This child 12 a.m. Sun. <laughs> Marvel's Midnight Sun. Child Marvel superhero. <laughs> yep, child superhero. Marvel Snap, Pokemon Scarlet and Violet, Vampire Survivors, and Cult of the Lamb. Ah, not bad. Will you read the indie ones off again? Just, and just for, audio yeah, for, for context, the indie ones. Again, we'll have someone randomly put this into a bracket for us. But we have Tunic, Neon White, Cult of the Lamb, Vampire Survivors, Shredder's Revenge, Citizen Sleeper, Immortality, and Rogue Legacy 2. There you go. I think those are pretty good, pretty good brackets. I can't complain about it. You know, I thank you guys, uh, everyone, for coming on and helping us with it. Even though we had to sacrifice some of our children and Sonic, but I'm not upset about killing Sonic. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> he'll be back. He, 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 he already died. They're always back. He'll figure out a way to come back. <laughs> you remember in Sonic Forces when he gets captured and tortured? Well, that's a thing that happened in Sonic. Uh, but anyway, no, I don't think Sonic Forces. <laughs> yeah, it's how I became a werewolf, right? That was unleashed. Uh, that was unleashed, right? Did that have Froggy in it? I love Froggy. I I, I didn't play it. The <laughs> There's a Sonic character named Froggy. It's a frog. Yeah, he's uh, yeah. Big the Cat's best friend. <laughs> oh yeah. God! It's a oh, bad mini, <laughs> mini game. We have to go fishing. I know too much Sonic lore for playing only about five hours of Sonic. Oh, I remember awful. these frogs from Sonic Jesus. Adventure. This is awful. Anyways, thank you guys all for coming on. I think we've got the list. So the idea is, of course, listen to the podcast. Look on Twitter. We're going to have brackets of each of these games, and you, as the listeners, get a guess. And whoever gets closest can win a prize. Everyone here can do it except for the host because we're going to know ahead of time. Um, and that podcast will be released at a later date. So get everyone get on Twitter, fill out your brackets, try to win a prize. Uh, thank you again, Chad, for coming on. Thank you, Chris. Thank you, Dusty. Thank you, Alex. And thank you, Trevor. I appreciate it. And that that's our Pody Goaties for Responding Fire of 2022. Do I need to do anything else, Chad? Is there a thing that you need to talk about? I don't know. Uh, you want to do a... You wanna, do we... Uh, 
I'll have everyone here give me something that they want us to plug and put it in the chat, in the notes. So if you're listening, mm. we can put it in the description on YouTube and the notes on the podcast. We'll do it. Yeah, so, everyone check out what everyone's doing and have a good time. And we'll see you for Game of the Year. Oh,